All right, this episode is brought to you by SP Inc., JPS Computers, and Red Rock Harley Davidson, my sponsors. I'm really excited to be going into this new year with the Hero's Journey podcast. Chase, are you excited? I am so stoked, Brian. Yeah, I'm excited because this is all about trying to inspire and get inspired. I mean, we wake up the hero of our own story every day. And that's why I wanted to do this. I wanted to talk about the journeys that of the people that I know, that people I'm close to, my friends and friends of friends. It, that just about happened. I almost had another guest at the last second join us just because everything that she was saying was inspiring to me. And, and it's a world that that I, I'm not aware of or that I'm aware of, but I don't know how to navigate and I want to learn how to do those things. But in this particular case, my guest today out there, if you're listening, the Rock Rage Radio listeners, uh, as they say, we are everywhere. Um, you will be shocked because I have, I have a guy who he gets confused with the actor uh, from Miami Vice a lot. But uh, once you get to know him and you know who he is, you will you will know that he's really special. But we grew up together. Um, this guy has his own journey. It's unlike anyone that I know. And the chances that he takes and the things that he believes in himself more than anyone I know and the, and the stuff that he has overcome and challenges that, have, that he has faced, unreal. And he never stops. Uh, he's my good friend. He's family to me. We grew up two blocks from each other. And I do remember that uh, when it comes to mine, Don shows up and Chris and I are playing basketball two on two. He grabs my little brother and we go and we, we're playing two on two basketball and he's cheating. He was cheating. He was beating us, <laughs> but he was, he was the older brother, Don Johnson, everybody. <laughs> I want to introduce <laughs> you cheated. I don't recall ever cheating. <laughs> yeah, you were pushing us, Fallon, you know, but you were good. You're, you you're an athlete. They, you don't think they push in the NBA? <laughs> That's Come what on. you said Come to on. us that day. We're just kids. Uh, <laughs> who, who actually believes that uh, you know that basketball? Come on, this is not a contact sport. It's a contact sport. <laughs> That's what we had to learn from you at a very young age. Yeah, well, I can't push you around anymore. You're bigger, <laughs> you're bigger than I am. Now. That's true. You look good though, man. You walked well, in you. thirty-five pounds down. Yeah, wow. I just uh, look. I uh, I got to do this uh, hip surgery thing in uh, February, so I decided. Uh, Thanksgiving. Look, I'm just not going to drink until uh, after I get this done. What? You're not going to what? <laughs> not going to drink, so I, ju I just quit. And uh, for, you know, and then I'll make a decision when I get to uh, pass the uh, the surgery. And, okay. Uh, and see. So, but no, I mean, you would think, you, somebody told me before that, you know, Don, if you just quit drinking so much alcohol, <laughs> you'd lose weight. It, it was amazing. <laughs> I thir That's... 32 pounds in, wow. in, in about a month. That's a little, a little over a month. That's incredible. Um, it's. I thought you did keto or something when you no. walked in. You're like, no, nah, I just cut out alcohol. You know, I. Um, you you came Coming back for somebody who's never drank. Never drank exactly. And my younger brother never drank. Never drank. Chris and I are exactly the same. Never tasted alcohol. Uh, in fact, if someone hands me something, I never tasted any alcohol I didn't like. <laughs> this, this That's is not true. true. No, I, I've had some bad uh, shots. So. <laughs> um, you know, for those of you out there who don't know, I've got Don Johnson here, and not the actor Don Johnson, but you are known as actually 
like the high roller gambler. Like you were in Vegas. This is where I do the podcast and they love you and hate you here because I think one time what you took uh, in one night, you took a casino for how much money? Uh, That was Atlantic city, but the the 6 million, 6 million in one night, 12 hours. Uh, Did you catch that chase? Yeah, that's buku. <laughs> that's what we I call think, buku. Bucks. I think it was in two days. What would you do in two days there? Because it wasn't in like fifteen million or something crazy like that. That was over over a period of time. That was like six months. Wow. So it does take time to rack up those numbers. That was just a you know an extraordinary evening where you can all the stars line up and things happen and you can take every every uh, high denomination chip that they had in the in the high limit. Okay, well, and then at some point they just said, "Look, we're we're done. We're not going to fill the tray anymore." Yeah, you, you know, the, I have an experience. I was hanging out with you one night, and uh, this was this was pretty wild because I remember you asking me to sit next to you, and we were in I want to say like Palazzo or something like that, or or oh, Palazzo at uh, Palazzo Palazzo, Did Palazzo say or the Venetian, yeah, next to the. So we're in the high roller sweet area and you ask me to sit next to you because you're playing two hands so you're playing my hands and so there's twenty five thousand dollars in front of you twenty five thousand dollars in front of me and they're going out they're they're going out or coming in and my heart was going i'm not saying anything i'm just sitting there and you're playing my hand um it was an experience like john here has a show called action junkies which you were on that's that takes some, like, balls. You know what I'm saying? Like, to do that kind of stuff. And I know we grew up together, so where did that come from? Now, if, if you have confidence in the math, and I've, I've, it was fortuitous enough to come across some math professionals over the years that, uh, that showed me something that I hadn't learned before in the past. Okay. And uh, look, if you have the if you have confidence and can trust the math, then uh, you go ahead and just pour the smoke to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what, what what's my limit? Right. Okay. Here's my bet. <laughs> right. Hundred k. Let's go. Wow. Wow. The Venetian and, and Palazzo, but they had a they had an odd configuration. It was uh, it was one at fifty. What the heck was it? One at fifty. Three at ten, or two at twenty. It was, it was some weird configuration. I don't. I don't know who sat back in the among the bean counters and determined that well, this is how we have to approach this. Okay. Well, all that's Japanese, Chinese, whatever to me because I don't know anything about well, that yeah, world. One at fifty thousand, or, okay. or two at twenty-five, or or three at ten. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. But so I want to go back because I wanted to set this up and let everybody know this is who I had. Uh, who I have on the show right now, but we go way back. We grew up in Oregon. We grew up two blocks apart from each other. Chris Wolf. I mean, we know him as Chris Wolf from the TV show, the guys next door, but his real name, Chris McCoy, your brother and my best friend growing up. uh, The guy was a USA wrestler. Um, Oh, he's phenomenal. He's, he, and he's phenomenal. still training like young kids and, and making national champions out of them. And, Huge contribution contribution for these young uh, kids that, oh. are, that are in high school, male and female. Yeah, he's yeah. crushing it. Amazing, you know, amazing. He's at a yeah, he's at a couple of uh, national champions now, yep. state champs, California, which is a tough state to to uh, wrestle in. Oh yeah, 
I mean, it's a lot, a lot of kids. Um, so growing and up, he's, and he's tough. Oh, dude, he's so still, he's still. He's come on, Chris still goes to the to the colleges where his was a the the Olympic coach is in like Western Oregon or somewhere like that, and he'll go give me your best wrestler, and whoop him. He said, "I'm throwing up in the garbage can." But I'm still winning. I've not lost yet. And yeah, he shows we'll, up and does it. Yeah, we'll see how long it goes. <laughs> He's still doing it, though. That's what's, <laughs> that's what's crazy. I hated it because he could beat me with both hands behind his back. And I'm not a small guy. But w- what I'm getting You're at here. You're a pretty good athlete, too. That was my world, uh, though, yeah, before could, all this. Yeah, you, Thank you. Yeah, you, could, you could play. You could play football, baseball, basketball. Yeah. Yeah, it was my that was my world before all of this entertainment stuff. Football, basketball. I mean, you couldn't take a hit, but you. Could oh, <laughs> that's true. You though, you were a jockey when we were yes. when we were young, and so I wanted to like the, like I was saying, I want to back this up. I want to take this back to how did you become Don Johnson? We we grew up in the same small town. You know, I took my journey. Chris took his. You took yours. So what was the first thing of like, I'm getting out of this town and this is what I'm going to do? Well, I, I started out uh, riding in Salem. Right. I rode at the Oregon State Fair as a jockey and uh, you know, my family was always in horse racing. Yep. So I grew up in it. And um, riding was something that I really enjoyed. And even at six foot one, I wanted to ride. So I had to diet down to, I weighed 108, was my lightest, tacking 112. Damn. And, uh, you know, it usually hovered somewhere around 112 to 115 as a, as a jockey. Okay. I mean, now, well, I was 234. And right. I'm down to right, right around 200. 202, 202, yeah. 202, nice. 202, Good for you. 202. Yeah. And feel much better. Yeah. As, at this weight. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to be 234. I'm not as big as you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my weight. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't carry that kind of weight. Yeah, but I'm you got a six bigger, three. You yeah. got a bigger, you're bigger bone. Yeah, <laughs> bigger bone. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. So, but you go from being a jockey, and how do you transition from I'm gonna? This is well, obviously, I couldn't be a jockey for long because I was six one. I'm, right, I'm, I'm too big, and the dieting started to get to me. You held the record though as the tallest for, for a the, bit. For yeah. a bit, was the tallest jockey, but then uh, there's a female jockey over in uh, in the UK that the but she was a jump jockey. They ride at a high at a heavier weight. Okay, jump jockeys can ride at like 140, 135, 140, 140 something. Okay, where uh, if you're riding thoroughbreds or flats, you're riding uh, at um, well, you're riding at 112 to 120, 122 with your tack. Okay. So um, yeah, I mean it's it, it's just it's a, it's the the weight issue goes along with your height. You, know, you don't see that many six foot one. No, not at all. But okay, so what brought you out of you got you get out of Oregon? What was it? Well, I was riding, so I, I rode a circuit, and then uh, and then I transitioned from being a jockey over to being a racing official and regulating the sport, and was an executive director of the state uh, racing commission of Wyoming. Uh, uh, worked as a presiding judge regulating horse racing in Texas, uh, as a deputy in uh, in Idaho under, for the uh, Department of Law Enforcement. Uh, worked for uh, State of Oregon. Okay. As a, a deputy judge in racing, and uh, then transitioned over to to managing racetracks. Is that the one in Philadelphia where Cody worked for you, my brother? Yeah, I, I, I moved back east to manage Philadelphia Park Racetrack when when Bob Green and Bill Hogwood took it over. Okay. 
Yeah, the, 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 there were two guys from Britain that came to the U.S. and um, and I mean now they've they've done really well with it because park it's now parks racing, and casino and they've done really well with the casino. Oh wow! But Bill yeah. and Bob, Bill and Bob, I still talk to Bob quite a bit. I haven't really heard that much from Bill, but uh, great guys. That's really. awesome. So, if you follow this guy on social media, it's the real Don Johnson. Is that, is uh, that... the real underscore Donald Johnson? Donald Johnson. Yeah. There you go, and you see that like the biggest races in, in the world going on, you're there, you're hanging out with celebrities, all your friends. Uh, I remember one night or we were at the racetracks and (laughs) I'm sitting next to a guy who's like, Hey, I need a little person for this movie that I'm doing. And he was the producer of, uh, what's that? The movie with, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, where they were, they were throwing a little person at the beginning of the movie. They're throwing them up against the wall like a target kind of thing. And you and I get get a buddy on the phone, and he got cast in the movie right then. And I can't. What is it? Wall, Wolves of Wall Street. Oh, there Wolf you go. Wall Street. Yeah, there yeah. you go. And I have hung out with the entire cast of Entourage because they're with you. You know, I have been in suites here in in Vegas. I didn't know what a regular room looked like because I'd hang out with you and sleep in the theater room all the time. And, you know, I'm like, how are we not getting kicked out of this casino? Because that guy's running around in that signed helmet, throwing a football down the hall or down the and and Uh, tossing it around. uh, And that was Palazzo. That was uh, after the Giants won the Super Bowl. Yes. Was there with Kevin Dillon from Entourage. And Brody Jenner. And Brody Jenner. And I'm like, how are we not getting thrown out? He didn't know who he was. Brody put on the autographed Giants helmet. Yes. That was autographed by all the Giants players that year. And he put the helmet on. I said, hey, go long, bro. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I'm like, how are we not getting kicked out of here? I threw that football. I almost hit a Lalique chandelier, which would have cost me a pretty penny if I had that damn thing and uh and hey brody's got some good hands got it. <laughs> dude like i we're hanging out all weekend and i just knew him as brody had no idea you know who he actually was and like some of the guys from that that mtv show too that were we're all sitting around a big table like this just hanging out your world has come a long way from this little town that we grew up in which is uh and and by the way too on that trip, and I, I know I'm doing a lot of talking here, but on that trip, I remember running into some of my buddies that were pro baseball players, like professional oh, baseball right. players. That was, that was at the Venetian. Yes, and we yeah. went into a club. One of them played for the Giants. Yeah, uh, no, uh, the Royals and the and the other. They were. You had the Royals, and we had the St. Louis Cardinals there with us, and it was funny because I'm sitting in your suite. And I can't figure out how come my phone is getting blown up saying, are you with Don Johnson right now? I'm like, who are these people? And they're, what they were was the clubs were finding who oh, was who, to... and they were trying to get me to take you to go to their club. And I'm laughing going, how do these people have my number? And they're like, we'll give him whatever. So we choose, a, you like pick one. We go to the club and I, we bring these baseball players with us. And they cleared out an area. They played Living on a Prayer, DMFJ. The DJ is playing this song. And we're being introduced in the club. And these baseball players are looking at me going, this is the coolest thing I've ever done. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you're pro baseball players. So 
how did this happen, man? Like that was just something that it, it grew into that. We didn't, I didn't set out to, to blow it up in the clubs like that. It's just something that morphed into this gigantic thing. Right. You know, it's, it's like uh, in life, you know, can I run faster? Can I beat the last time that I had? And, uh, you know, and uh, you know, what can I do next to one up what I did my last trip when I came here? That's what this show's about. That's what I'm talking about. How do I outdo yesterday? So exactly. Uh, isn't that all of life? Our journey in life takes us to, we, we've got to challenge ourselves to do things that are bigger, better than we did the day before. I mean, I, look, I feel extremely blessed. I grew up in, in, uh, in an industry, you know, horse racing, in an industry that I adore and love. And I get to wake up every day and, and enjoy this industry to go all to, the, all, to all of the biggest horse racing events on the planet. Who gets to do something that they, they adore in life? It's amazing. It's, it, 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 it's just... It's I just applaud a, that. It, yeah, it's just awesome. It, it really is. is. I mean, I, th- this morning I was saying I was flying out of Fort Lauderdale and, uh, and coming here. And uh, Thank uh, you, by the way. I, of course. Please, yeah. of course. We'll do anything for you. Thank you. Same. Yeah, and it's, you've proven that Don't so make, many I'm times. I'm not going to cry I on know. your show. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you said you're flying in from Florida, yeah. Flor- Fort Lauderdale. I was to at be Gulfstream here. Park yesterday yeah. and the day before for meetings, and then uh, then came here, yeah, uh, for some meetings here. But then, uh, at, but you got a hold of me and you said, "Hey, I want to come do your show," and it meant a lot. And you know, this is this is something that I when I talk about us and how close we are, I remember one night, you know, you say you're not drinking right now, but. You had some drinks in you. We were having fun. It's Sounds probably unusual. No, it's <laughs> uh, nobody who knows you has any idea that what Don drinks what. And you had handed me chips, and I put them in my leather jacket like this, zipped them up, and I remember getting up, knocking on your door, and I'm sleeping in the theater room, and I'm like, "Hey, love you." Which is kind of Give funny you the, the whole theater room thing. Look, I, everybody had rooms right. to go to. Right, but I wanted to be in the no, theater room. Nobody went to bed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I look at the theater room. There's like, there's like, uh, there, there's like ten guys in there watching movies all night yes. in these recliners that. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm in there asleep. Yeah, and and in the middle, there's ten guys there, and then that uh, 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 Megan Levon. <laughs> there, yeah. and she's in there too watching movies. Yeah, like, does anybody ever go to their? It's Vegas. No, this is Vegas. <laughs> so I'm saying goodbye, and I'm walk. I give you a hug, tell you I love you. I'm walking down the hall, and I hear, and I'm like, oh man. I knock on the door. Jerry opens up the door. I'm like, I gotta see Don. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, and and I pull out sixty seven thousand dollars in chips, and I go here. I forgot you gave this to me last night. You go, I forgot you had him. <laughs> and I'm like, that's love, man. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, oh. yeah. So that's crazy. Some good times. Good times. But, you know, look like everything. Things change. And uh, casinos have become very corporate now. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's, it's, t- it's tough enough to get a comp out of them anymore. Right. Which you said you're staying at the Westgate right now. I'm staying at the Westgate. And the, the, they have the old Elvis uh, penthouse there, which, I mean, they, they have some beautiful. You wouldn't even know that these places are in that property. Wow. But they weren't built by Westgate. They were built when, uh, when it was the Hilton. Okay. Yeah. You know, years ago. And, which uh, is, Elvis made that place. Like, 
Right. Elvis made that place. Uh, wasn't his main showroom? Was it there? was, yeah. yeah. And then, um, and, but the suites upstairs that they turned his penthouse into these, these uh, three villas that are up there. And uh, I, I think that they originally designed them. The Hilton used to take some big action. They used to get Kerry Packer. Oh, wow. Packer was the biggest whale on the planet. That guy, he was Australian uh, uh, media mogul. This guy, you know, multi-billionaire. Right. Kerry would come to uh, uh, Vegas to win or lose $20 million. Wow. He, he, had a, he had a good trip, one, one trip to Caesar's Palace, and he, uh, he had his uh, office checked to find out the server that was serving him, to find out that, that this is a rumor that I heard that was later confirmed by, uh, by Kerry when I met him in uh, Australia at the Star City Casino in, uh, in Sydney. And uh, he had uh, found out what her mortgage was. It was like 150000 Paid her mortgage off. No. <laughs> While he was there on property, handed her the deed to her house. Wow. Oh, so you got to love those stories. Know, a very generous guy. Yeah. Well, you know, you've taken care of us. Um, we've, we've got some, I've got some great stories. And like I said, where I'm handing you the chips and somewhere down the line, you're going, hey, let's do this together. And we've done some, some, really cool things and you've done some i played a show once at the racetrack um santa anita santa anita you and played we, the infield for uh, uh, uh fallen uh, officers yes and, heroes exactly yeah. and we did that and you were you were the brainchild behind all that and then we embed dmfj <laughs> yeah we did in the shirts <laughs> in the shirts in the shirts we put dmfj in the, in the exactly um but we did with red chapter clothing and elvis monroe we did a show out there and that was a lot of fun and those kinds of things given back almost wore i have a i almost wore my uh, california red chapter shirt there you go yeah i gotta does like i said we've done a lot of things and i watch you on social media and i watch i mean you got more followers than I do on, 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 on all my stuff combined. Um, I have to be honest. I don't manage that. So if anybody's DMing me on social media, it's, it might not be me that's answering. Usually if I see if, if yeah. you, and I'm looking at it, yeah, I'll reply. I see. You. Cause I know it's you. Cause you're, yeah. you're, you're talking to me, but, but I most get of it. these people I don't know. So I don't, I wouldn't know what really to say to them. Right. But it's it's fun to watch your journey and what you do, and you talk about um, like Bon Jovi and the stories oh, of John, John's great. His music is obviously legend. Yeah, and my buddy now plays with with uh, John as well. Oh, he took he? over for Richie oh, years wow. ago. Yeah, Phil oh, X. I didn't, know that. I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that was John's new guitar player. Yeah, Phil X took over for uh, Richie. I don't know, so eight, I'm, eight I'm, nine I'm, years ago. Closer friends with uh, with John's brother, with yeah. Matt, yeah. and uh, also a great guy. You have a story we used yeah. to talk about. You're gonna leave that out. We don't have to talk about it. That's cool. That's I cool. Was, that was that was it's fine. It was at the Borgata, and uh, I was I wasn't going up to my suite, so I, I gave it to uh, told Matt he could use it. You know, they were there recording or something, right? Because uh, he didn't have a room there that night. Oh, it was a funny story, but we'll, <laughs> we'll leave, leave it out. out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the suite wound up getting taken. I think his brother took the suite from him. But... There you go. All right. All right. Or they call them uh, residence penthouses. Okay. But and you're staying in the Elvis uh, penthouse right now at the. Yeah, one one of them. There's, okay. They turned it into three. Okay. That's so cool. How cool yeah, I is mean, that? It, it really there's a lot of 
artifacts in these uh, in these penthouses, what they built up there. It's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, there, there's a table there that they had to bring in before they enclosed the ceiling of these uh, of these penthouses. That the, the thing must weigh six tons. Wow, it's it's made out of solid stone. That's, and they used a helicopter to bring it in. I, I have got to stay in some really cool suites with you. Uh, I've I've slept in hammocks along in the window of places. I've went bowling in suites. I've went swimming. Where was in there some, a hammock? Where'd you, a where'd hammock. You, oh, there was and, a hammock. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was was a palazzo, I think. Because uh, I'm standing in a kitchen one day. It's this is the same trip. I'm standing in the kitchen talking to a guy named Denny. And I'm, and we're just BSing. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, so wait a minute. What's your name again? Another great guy. Yeah. I'm Denny, like, he's a really down to earth, just very, you know, very humble guy. He was so cool, man. That when I realized and I what go, a what a talent dude. he is. Yeah. He's a NASCAR driver. If you're not listening, if you don't know who we're talking about, Denny Hamlin, the, the NASCAR driver. And, but what was great was I said, my dad's a big fan of NASCAR, like huge. He goes, get your dad on the phone. So we called my dad, and then I put him on the phone, and he goes, hey, Brian, uh, your dad's not talking. And I'm like, hold on. Dad, talk to him, man. Ask him whatever you want to ask. Then my aunt, who suffers from like Down syndrome, uh, he gets her on the phone, and she's giving him advice on how to win and because that's her driver. So she's crying and talking, and he got off the phone going, this is great. And that was in your suite, and we're just standing in the kitchen area, you know, and I was like, you are Denny Hamlin. So I have met some, you know, some really crazy, cool, I have some great, crazy moments hanging out with you. Like I said, watching you win and lose money in front of me with my heart racing and all kinds of crazy stuff. But well, that's what... part of the trick is just, uh, look, you're just going to push chips back and forth, back and forth across the table. And at the end of a session, you just want to make sure you have more, more chips than you started with. Uh, and uh, you know, with a bit of luck, maybe you wind up with all the chips that the casino right. started with. <laughs> yeah, true. But you know, when they say, uh, "Oh, you can't beat a casino because they never run out of chips; they just manufacture more." Not true. Not true. Really, they, they can run out. By law, they have to have enough cash in the cage to cover every chip that's on the floor. Okay, so if they don't have the cash, then then they, those chips can you know, go out. They can't put more chips out than they have cash in the cage to cover them. Oh, wow. So if somebody's walking around with $6 million in chips of theirs right? Uh, until the bank's open and they can get an armored car over there with some more cash, they're pretty much shut down in high limit. Okay. So I got to ask in, you. In Atlantic City. Now here they probably have a... Enough, they yeah, have enough. They, yeah. they're, they're probably sitting on quite a bit more cash. So we're growing up in Salem, Oregon. Okay. What do you miss about our childhood? You and me. Like, and not just us, I'm talking about, because now you're Don Johnson. Now you are, you're here in this room because I asked John Orlando, who owns Sticky Paw Studios, where we're at, was a big fan of you. He loves gambling. He, he loves that whole thing. He knew everything about you. And I'm like, oh, that's like a brother to me. He doesn't appear to be a very good gambler. No, he's, he's not. I he's, mean, anybody that's, is it John, the one that bets on anything? Yes. Bets on horses? Any, <laughs> with any, the names? Cat. Cats. With his cat, cat in a name, it. I'm betting on <laughs> yeah, It's not good. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is, you know. Yeah, if you, he was you, betting on Stormcat, it'd yeah, be good. Yeah, true. And I did, I do remember that from his episode with you. Um, but 
my point is, do you miss anything about just being Dawn from growing up? And it, it, would you change this path that you've been on? I wouldn't trade it. I mean, experience is everything. Your experiences you have in life, I mean, what, what, what are you going to miss? What would you trade? I mean, you know, I met you in life. Right. Met a lot of pe other people in life, and you stay close to the people that meant something to you along the way. And that's uh, all of us. We're all on some kind of journey. We're going we're gonna to do what we were meant to do in the end. Right. And hopefully we get to do it before we're gone. Think about it. We're really not here that long. No, we're not. We blink now. I mean, seriously. No, for Fucking real. decades disappear now. I it's know. Not, it's not years rip off. You blink and 10 years disappear. No, it's it's crazy. Um, I mean, what we're t what you're describing that have, I mean, the, the, the Denny Hamlin, the sweets, I mean, that was that was a decade ago. Yeah, it's 10 years ago now. Yeah. It, yeah it, it's, it's incredible that the time just, it, it's amazing. We're here but a blink. That's it. You think about it, you yeah. blink again. That, well, that's why I brought it up. That's why I brought up, do you miss? There's some things that, you know, I've, I've been sitting at the racetracks with you and you're like, hey, uh, they just sent an airplane. It's sitting at Van Nuys Airport. Go get your stuff. We're going to jump on a flight. And I'm like, uh, I don't live that kind of life. Like, uh, I'll drive there and I'll meet you there. And you're just heading to the airport going, we'll we'll just pick up some clothes. And I'm like, still not that guy. You guys go to the airport. You go do that. And because so-and-so DJ is playing and, you know, but the, the casino is sending a plane to pick you up to take you there. And uh, we're at the racetracks, you know. I think at that time, Kevin Dillon was with us and stuff. Yeah, Kevin, and Kevin was with us and, several times. Yeah, but what I'm saying also, is... Also a great guy, very yeah, humble. Oh, just really, really cool people. I've got to do some really cool things and be around and watch you do that. But you're Don to me, but you're Don Johnson to everybody else. And that's that's my point. Is like well, and I'm still not that different from that guy. I know, um, I know that. You know, you're you're still the same. No, I know that, and well, it, it, core, I know we are. Your core is the same. It's strong. Yeah, you have good character. That's Thank not you. going anywhere. Thank you. You know, it's uh, and, and that's what you have to remember in life. And and look, I've strayed away from who I am. You know, drinking got a little out of hand there for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a while, but... Uh, but no, look you, at you now, man. Yeah, no, you got to rein it in and uh, look and, and and be who you really are and right. are supposed to be. Right. I mean, because... You can only perform so long on stage. At some point, you got to step off the stage and just be you. I get it. Yep. I get it. You've got, well, this... Uh, you see these videos of you, you've got... You've got 20,000 people out there yeah. watching you perform on stage. I mean, that's got to be a rush. No, it is. It's and this, cool. it's a, this is another extension of myself. Um, music is the other thing. Like so if you're in town on the 27th of this month, January, I'm playing at the M Resort. And I would, it's our release I, party. I, I wish I could be there, but I'll be at the Pegasus World Cup, another horse racing event. Where's that at? Uh, Gulfstream Park in Florida. Okay. So the Stronic Group, uh, Belinda Stronic Group, uh, uh, runs, uh, they have Gulfstream Park, they have Pimlico, where the second jewel of the Triple Crown is run, the, the Preakness Stakes, and they have Gulfstream Park in uh, Florida. So they oh, have wow. Santa Anita, Maryland Jockey Club is Pimlico and Laurel, and then they have Gulfstream Park in Florida. So that world, you really love it. You, cause I, did, I, I just, 
yeah, I, I don't know how to express myself enough when I say that it, it just, I, I wake up and I'm like, wow, God, yeah. God really blessed me to let me work and at, at something that I just love. That's awesome. And get to do it every day. I mean, the, the, granted, there are some days when we're, you know, we're taking a shot at a big pick six or something that gets maddening. I mean, right, you, you can blank. You can miss. Yeah, no, you're of not, course. You're not hitting I mean, all the time. You you work in it. You you gamble in it. You know, you're always you're always betting on on races. I I think I remember you telling me one time, "Oh, I'm betting on every horse race that's going on around the world every day." Is that correct? As much as as much as possible that you can get it that we can get into. Right. So yeah, every every race, every pool type gets a look. Whether it's whether you're betting fifty cents on it or whether you're betting you know, hundred thousand, really. And obviously, the more that's in the pool, the more that you can put in that you can invest into the market. Wow, just like the See, stock market. No, of course, and that's what you've done. You 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 took this and turned it into a business, and that's why I'm saying it's like it's so different. What you do is so different than what I do. What Chase does. What, what I'm, what I'm going after my thing is art and you are really don't, good. Don't, yeah. Don't tell me that you bought into NFTs or anything. No, of none of that. Oh. No, I haven't done any of that, man. No. What I'm saying is you personally are really good at putting together people who, you know, your strengths and then you, here's where, here's my weakness. So I'm going to put, I'm going to get somebody who's really good at it. Your team around you is insane, and uh, I've seen that. You know, I've heard a lot of people say that, and, and most people that say that, they say, well, you know, we know what we don't know. I know what I don't know. Most people that say that are full of shit. Right. They don't know. They're, they're know-it-alls. Okay, yeah. And I could name two specifically, but I'm not going to name okay. them. <laughs> oh, come on. It'd be good for social media. No. Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Nobody would know them anyway. Right. <laughs> they definitely don't know what they don't know, but I do know what I don't know. Right, and uh, I can understand the logic behind uh, some of the math equations, but I can't do that level of math. Right, not, not without. Uh, no, I, I can't. Not not. You met some of the math guys; mm -hmm. they're off the charts. Right, they're uh, a little bit uh, awkward on the social side, but uh, but it, but brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. No, I absolutely agree with you there, and. And you're right. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't going to say that. Honestly, I wasn't going to say that. But on the sitting in the room having a conversation with you, it's not. It's not the norm. But man, these guys smart. You know, super smart. And look, some of them went to major universities. Ivy League, uh, Harvard. Uh, they've gone to Stanford, not Ivy League, but uh, right. Uh, uh, Penn. Yeah. One of the guys went to Wharton. These are really bright guys, mathematically. Right. And uh, but, but one of the guy, the one guy that I think is might be the brightest, uh, is uh, Goodwill Hunting. That oh you, yeah. You, you met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah he's, yep. he's. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, here's a guy. Come on. Yeah. Decide to you get scholarship offers to go to university and study uh, mathematics, but you decided you wanted to uh, gamble. Right. As a profession. Right, and it's done really, really well. That's crazy. That's really crazy. Might be the best of all. Yeah. Wow. But there's there's so much talent out there. There there really is when it comes to uh, mathematics, and it's getting better. Technology's getting better. 
they can run equations faster now. It's, uh, well, look, who knows where it's going to be in, in five years, 10 years. Are casinos afraid of you coming into the building? Not, I mean, you're not, you don't gamble on those levels anymore, no, do you? No, 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 because yeah. they, won't, they won't let me. Right. And uh, I, I wouldn't say they're, it's what's in it for them. You know, look at from a from a business perspective. If I'm a casino, I wouldn't want me coming in and just giving me everything and giving me all the rules that I want. Yeah, because you lay out the law. That that I noticed when you were on Action Junkies and the way you explained it, what you do. You and I've I've watched documentaries that they've done on you, and you've I've watched those things and and you lay out. Hey, if you want me to come in and gamble, yeah, here's, this here's is what, what I want. Here's what I need. You know, if you agree to these terms, I'll come in and play. And uh, I'll play by your rules. Now, right. If they break their rules or they don't honor their rules, hey, I'm playing by your rules. You made the rules. Right. You agreed to these uh, to these rules. And uh, if you don't abide by the rules, I'm going to call you out. Wow. I mean, that's not cheating. Yeah, you no. agreed to these, yeah. to these rules, whatever these conditions are. You don't get to change them. Uh, right. midstream or in the middle of a no, hand. No, just, just because you're winning or whatever, they want to end it. Now, I have had some casinos where they cover the shift manager, a pit boss, will come over and just put his hand over the shoe. This is over. <laughs> wow. okay. okay. All right. All right, all right. Um, uh, do I still get to go to the uh, buffet? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a Cirque show? Yeah. Something, you know, I've done, like I said, I've done some cool things, get to go. I think I remember going to see uh, Motley Crue. We were, we got walked in, put in a box, watch a show. Oh, I mean, that was at uh, Hard Rock. Yeah. The old Hard Rock. Yeah. Well, when there was a Hard Rock. Yeah. Now it's. Uh, Virgin. Hotel. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, they don't take any action. Really? They, they'll only let me play, play video poker. No kidding. Yeah. They're, they're afraid of their own shadow. It's so bad there. So do you get to play at Westgate? Is that part of the um, what's going on? Or are you just coming out here for business? Just business. And, and Westgate's friendly towards me, and they're good guys over there. So I don't my, whatever they ask me to do, I'll do. I'm not trying to beat anybody up right. anymore. Just, just want to get along. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is a whole new dawn. <laughs> this, is, this is a whole new dawn. That's awesome. So... Yeah, there's no more. Hey, you. No, no. Yeah. No, no. Now it's peace and kindness. Yeah. Uh, we've we've had some fun. Um, my brother, when you gave my brother a chance to go out to Philadelphia and work for you at uh, that your, your, your brother, just like you, he's a superstar. Thanks, Come man. Your brother's good. Oh. oh, great songwriter. Great. He's he's just such a good person, and he had taken bullet for you, which was. Which is not asking anybody to take you know you don't you're not but what I'm saying is not without a vest on yeah <laughs> but that was cool that you gave him that opportunity because that got him out of Oregon yeah, you know we, we put him to work as a um, as a as a detective yeah yeah that's put him on he was so... yeah, he was a detective for us on the backstretch that's so crazy because yeah he's uh nobody was gonna mess with him no no it was your brother's heavy duty <laughs> no no yeah, you know shaved head all tatted up you he know. thought he could make it in the nfl at one point yeah um, i'm like yeah no you're about half a step too slow yep and about a uh foot, short. foot too short <laughs> exactly but um one hell of an athlete and it's you know 
I'm sitting here on my own show, an opportunity here in Las Vegas, which I I didn't know that I would ever live here. And the first time I actually really came here, I was surprised you moved it was here. You. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised you actually moved here. But it was it was music that brought me here. You know, we played. It's always had, been your love. Yeah, but yeah. it was the residency at at Red Rock and. I remember you coming out and seeing us there. Yeah, but, you were on stage with uh, Randy... Uh, Randy Couture. Yeah, the yeah. the UFC fighter. I think what's funny is I think it was the same night that I met him. He, he oh, actually, was it? Yeah, oh. that you were there, and he happened to be in the audience, and we became really good friends. And what was wild was... Does he really sing? No. No? No, I mean, he, he loves music, and... He's he's just so good at so many things, and he's from the same area we are. Oh, is he from up yeah. there? Yeah, oh, Kaiser. Know that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I used to live in Kaiser. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's so crazy, wow. and to have him be from, Randy Couture. Yeah, and he even coached at uh, Oregon State um, wrestling. Uh, his wife was a nurse in Kaiser at the time, and Kaiser Permanente. Yeah, permanent. Permanente. I can't, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so Randy, um, you know, it, I moved here because we were playing here once a month and Randy was shooting Expendables 3 at the time. And he's like, hey, just stay at my house. Why are you driving back and forth? And I had a place in LA and um, I ended up staying at his house and he'd fly in, fly out. And he's like, drive my cars, put my garbage out, you know, whatever. And so I stayed at his place for about seven weeks and then realized so when you would I'm going to move here. And, Randy, you missed a spot over there. <laughs> yeah. You want to beat down? Come on, Biff. <laughs> Biff, come on, Biff. I said, I said two coats, not one. Yeah, right. Put me so, in a chokehold so, and just so put me to sleep. Me, tell me two, two questions. Yeah. So uh, take him out of retirement, Randy. Okay. okay. And uh, Chuck Liddell, who wins today? Both you know, guys I they're like. Both, they're both, both are great, and they're both really good friends. Did you ever see Randy was on TMZ, and he was dressed as Chuck Liddell for Halloween one year? Oh, was it? And that's like <laughs> that's right before COVID. Right before COVID hit, I think 2019, he's on TMZ dressed as as him. You know, it's here was the thing. Um, Randy and I are friends, and when we met. I knew the name, but I didn't know the face because I didn't watch fighting. I didn't watch that. So I didn't, I didn't know that world. And so he was just Randy to me. And I, he was just the guy that I teased because I would get at least one out of three would be a female walking up going, hey, Elvis Monroe. He would get nothing but dudes. So I would tease him. I'm like, man, you are just a sausage fest magnet. You know, and... Uh, yeah. So I, do, I don't know. Like I never watched him fight. And I told him that being friends with him now, if he was a fighter, I think it would bother me to watch him get in a ring. And cause what, the last time he stepped in the ring with Liddell and Liddell knocked him out, right? Chuck Liddell. Uh, yeah. The last official yeah. fight. I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure he did. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck, so Chuck is and He's got big paws and long arms. Chuck Liddell does. And these are fights that I watched over time. I, I reached out to Randy one day and said, there's like a Rocky movie on YouTube I watch. It's him coming out of retirement, fighting and winning a championship. And I was like, I'm at the gym in tears, bro. Like it was inspiring. And that's what I want from this show. I want people to 
be inspired. I want little nuggets of things to inspire people and get inspired by what they've done. And you, I know you, so it's kind of wild to sit here and we're, we're, we kind of brush over certain things, you know, uh, because we, we already know this stuff, but I want people to know that you're a real person. You're not just this high roller gambler who comes into town and it's all DMFJ and, and living on a prayer and, and cause that's what people talk about. But they, there are times too, where there are people saying, Hey, he tipped me a thousand bucks. He gave me a chip, you know, uh, at, at dinner and all these really cool moments. And I'm like, that's my friend. That is how I don't have to say that. I just know that's who you are and that's what you've done. You've always given back. You've done those things for me and given me an opportunity. I drove out of here one day that like after the trip, I handed you that money. Right. And I landed Disney. I remember that. Okay. And landed Disney. And you heard me say, oh, damn, on the same phone call in, in the car, now I'm going to, okay, now I got I to gotta figure out a way with my partners to, to we got to do this booth. It's going to cost us 40, 50 grand. But this, it was an opportunity that I walked down there and pitched myself and got it. But after I got it, I didn't know how I was going to do it. And you turned to me and said, gee, take this, walk Brian down, cash this out, and don't I owe you two grand for the party? We had Nelly play a party. And you said, I, I owe you, don't, I, I asked you to spend this money, I'm giving it back. And so I'm driving home with $52,000 going, dude, thank you. And you're like, I'm a silent partner now. And it just, that I will never forget. And thank you so much. And I don't know what, it, I don't know where it came from, meaning I just thank wow. you. And it, it, it launched that whole thing is 10 wow. years of me starting I, a business. I appreciate it, but not necessary to thank No, you. but I mean it. You're my, you're my brother. I, I understand that. And I appreciate you. But the thing is we go, we go way back. And then there was many years that we didn't, we didn't see each other and then we're thrown into this whole thing and and I'm around and it was like it was a little oh, bit of a circus it sometimes. was a circus but in the in the middle of all the chaos you took a moment and you went here and you never brought it up again it was never brought up and the thing Don't is so. I appreciate it I'm telling you now where everybody can hear it <laughs> thank you thank you because You're I'm welcome. sitting here I was able to continue to work hard and continue to grow that. And I love you for it. And thank you so much. And I'll never forget it. But that's who Dawn is to me, not who you are to everybody else. And it means a lot to me. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, man. Any advice to anyone out there in a small town trying to just go after a dream? That's it. It's really that simple. Don't be afraid to chase your dreams. You don't have to chase them. Just live your dream. Yeah, they the things that you're supposed to do, they tend to present but gotta, themselves. Yeah, but you got to work at it. You do. You can't just uh, you know sit on the couch or play PlayStation or Game Boy or whatever the heck those things are now. I don't know. What <laughs> I think yeah, I was gonna say. I X, think we're X, like what Xbox, yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah, you, you know, <laughs> you, you get caught up in that. And, and, and look, if 
if you really want to be a gamer, be a pro. Right. You, know, you can make money doing that, but you're not going to do it staying up until five o'clock in the morning with your bros or your your girls or right. you know, your friends. Right. All with headsets on and uh, sitting in the dark playing these games all night. No, you got to make a business out of it. Right. It's possible if you if you're good enough. And, you know, and I, and that's what I've done with this. Like going after, we have to go after sponsors to make this happen. Chase back there working is is a uh, he's an opera singer, and yes, he, sir. he just oh, got well. He just got back from Austria, and. I told him the same thing, dude. Just go for it. And then now other opportunities. Can we have... hear? Can we hear a note? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why. Wow. Well, you see, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I don't know how that sounds what directly not? right that here. No, good. dude. No, it was, well done. It was well great. Done. I heard it in my headphones, bro. So, and that's what this. That's what uh, you know. That's what this is about. But I, I sat down with him and said opportunities come from showing up. When you show up, another opportunity. Here, you're moving forward constantly. Show up, take a step forward, and play. Exactly. Engage. Exactly. You're not going to do it sitting down. Well, yeah, you have to sit down and take their money. Well, at the table. <laughs> you do have to scratch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey. hopefully it's more of this stay hey hey yeah Not stay much exactly but um i don't want to keep too uh, keep you for too long but i want to say thank you again for reaching out to me and and being on the show and what do you think of this i love this no these you guys did a great job here john they did, they did a beautiful job setting up the studio it's it's nice thank you Thank you. I love the ingenuity with all the smartphones. That yeah, these are for the, the camera. I mean, all is, these cameras are smartphones. Is, yeah, this it's is not, genius. It is. It's genius. It really is. We're and pretty proud of it. <laughs> there's, there's some bigger things happening in the works. And, you know, I'm just, this yeah, is huge what, to me that, right that, now. That's as like, it is. That's like all of life. You want to you go after your dreams, then, uh, yeah, it could be difficult, but you're going to find a way to make it happen. You yeah. Be creative. Ingenuity, ingenuity uh, uh, look, cleverness. There's no, uh, you know, there's no substitute for that. None, none. And it's that whole show up man- mentality kind of thing. And uh, so, again, thank you for being a part of this show. Thanks for reaching out to me, out to me, because it, it meant a lot. That I'm like, Chase, we get Dawn on the show. This is so cool. And uh, I have to leave out certain things of our stories, but. We'll have fun. Because <laughs> we go we be way. careful. Yeah. Well, I, I remember, oh my God, in the beginning, um, when we first started the tour, the, the blackjack tour and gambling tour, and uh, my brother Chris would, uh, w- the very first rule was you step into the penthouses, the villas, whatever. No cameras. No cameras. <laughs> exactly. I felt so bad that there there, there was a, a one of the guests was a uh, was a, a, a this uh, young girl that was there with her friends who were in town for a wedding and uh, and my brother had taken the camera and he snapped. <laughs> it was one of those disposable. Oh cameras. yeah, yeah. He snapped yeah. it in half and pulled the film out. Eight dollar. <laughs> said you were warned. Their wedding pictures were on that. Oh. Oh, so we had to do something to uh, yeah. to to uh, <laughs> recreate the wedding 
in the penthouse so that they could take some pictures, and it was just them. I said, get your wedding party over here. Let's get these pictures taken. Oh, yes. We'll make it super special. Uh, I can't get you a minister, but uh, <laughs> it was somebody to stand in. Oh, okay. There's Vegas for you in a nutshell. Um, hey, Chase, are there any questions you have for Don before we bounce? Uh yeah, can can I go like gamble with you? <laughs> <laughs> you got five dollars. <laughs> I've got at least five dollars. <laughs> I don't know if they'll let me sit next to you. <laughs> Somewhat property. Yeah. You, you know what? I have to say this though. I mean, it, it's not all just strictly corporate because there are some really good guys out there in that industry too. It's like yeah. any industry that's as big as the gaming industry. You know whether it's you know you've got bad apples in 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 sports, you've got bad apples in my horse racing industry, and hopefully those people get weeded out. Right. But there are some really good people in 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 the gaming industry. You know, Sheldon Adelson was great. He he was always very very good to me, and uh, especially around my birthday. Yeah, he was a good guy. And uh, in spite of all the uh, you know the nonsense with uh, well, I won't call it nonsense it was just, you know serious accusations with the Steve Wynn stuff but uh, honestly Stephen is a perfectionist you know he built that right. that was his creation so uh, yeah did he mess up uh, with uh, some of his personal life stuff there uh, a bit uh, yeah of course he did and uh, he's paid the price for it but uh, you know a pretty smart guy right. And right. uh, you know, don't want to leave out uh, Donald Trump, <laughs> right? You know, you know, people, Trump a lot Towers, of people know, yeah, Trump Towers. Yeah. Well, you had the you had the Taj Mahal, you had the uh, uh, Trump Marina, right? It used to be the castle, then Trump Marina and uh, Trump Plaza in right. Atlantic City. And uh, you know, he was a decent operator. Um, I think he's going to listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, I don't want to be the one to point out that he did file a few bankruptcies. Oh yeah, casinos, exactly. So. <laughs> but hey, so did hey. the you know, so did the MGM, so did yeah. Caesars. Caesars, Caesars filed I, the largest bankruptcy at the time, and uh, you know, in corporate history in America. Right. So, right, you know. it's still there. So, and it's still there. Right, it's still functioning. Las Vegas is home to me now, which is, um, like you said, was kind of wild, but. Being from LA, or being from Oregon, going to LA, you know, and then from the Holly, from Hollywood to here, uh, it's just part of my journey, and it's been fun to watch you do yours and be a part of it, and you pulling me in and allowing me to, to Your experience. Yeah, but you, I know we say that, and I appreciate it, but. You have so many people surrounding you. Well, you don't you know, know is all the times to say, hey, Chris, close the door really quick. I think Brian's coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. That's no, fair I'm enough. joking. <laughs> well, um, thank you again for having, uh, you know, having being on my show. Uh, Chase, thank you, dude. A pleasure as always, Brian. Yeah. I want to shout out to SMP Inc., uh, JPS Computers, Red Rock Harley Davidson, thank you guys so much. And what you don't know, Don, is this goes out to Rock Rage Radio. It's 20 million listeners uh, a oh, month. That's cool. You know, so Rock Rage Radio listeners out there, thank you so much. As they say, we are everywhere. My name is Brian Hopkins. This is the Hero's Journey podcast. Thank you again. Thank you, Don Johnson, for being here. I love you, man. Love you too, bro. Dream, and I believe. It's coming around, it's coming around to me.
Oh. <sniffs>